Hey, and welcome to the Healthy Fit Life Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Hanton. So are some weight loss habits better than others? Well, that's what we're gonna get dive into today with Jason Priest. Jason is a co-founder of the Fatherhood Experience and was also featured in Men's Health for his own health transformation after losing a whopping 60 pounds. And I really appreciate all you listeners out there, but most of you don't subscribe to the show. So please do me a huge favor while you're listening to the show and subscribe. Would really help out the show and be greatly appreciated. So let's go ahead and get started. So Jason, I appreciate you helping on the show today. How are you doing today? I'm great, man. I appreciate you having me on and I look forward to adding some value to your audience. Yeah, absolutely. So maybe we can start off with uh, what you do and give us some uh, give the audience a quick background on, on your expertise. For sure, man. So... Uh, as you mentioned, I'm the co-founder, one of the co-founders of the Fatherhood and or the Fatherhood Experience. We have a podcast. We, uh, you know, we essentially help dads become better dads. Is what we do. Mm-hmm. We start with health and fitness, and and really, um, all that spills over into the rest of your life. You know, and yeah. so um, for us, you know, we we kind of branched out into the personal development space a little bit as mm-hmm. well. So it's a combo of health and fitness and personal development. And again, just helping dads become better dads. I yeah. got here to be with you today, though. Um, I have my own health journey. You mentioned the, the men's health transformation. Um, my mom passed away two months after I got married. This is mm-hmm. a little long time ago when I was 25. Um, I gained 60 pounds eating a bunch of fa- fast food, drinking too much beer, you know, drowning out my depression. Yeah. I'm passing away. Um, and I gained 60 pounds. And so, uh, I went through my own health journey. Um, it feels damn good to feel damn good. And I wanted yeah. to help other guys, uh, feel that way. And then I became a dad and it kind of all just came together. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like it really coalesced and you found your found your niche, found your vision, and and you it sounds like you really enjoy helping out people who are who are similar to you. But um let's 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 dive into the topic of when we talk about those habits that we want to build up and especially when it comes to sustainability. So um uh, and we could we could focus on on you know fathers. I think that's that's your area of expertise, but like what are some habits that uh, you emphasize or people should look at building up if they want to accomplish their health goals? Yeah, great question, man. And I'll tell you, when I talk about elite habits, um, I think that when we look at the grand scheme of things, we have the obesity epidemic in our country. We've got 7% sure. right. over overweight now and almost yeah. 100% obese. Yeah. Um, when we talk about elite habits, these are the things that are going to move the needle the most, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, I've talked a lot about this uh, lately as well, and I think we'll, we'll tie this in. So you know, I believe we've got a mental health crisis in this country as well. Sure, right. I also believe that a lot of those mental health challenges um, can be solved by building elite habits or uh, executing on critical tasks that are going to actually move you forward. Mm-hmm. Right. People complain about depression and anxiety, but are you doing the critical tasks that are going to make you, you know, make you healthier physically, mentally, and, and actually feeding your mind what you should be feeding it? So, um, you know, for us, we have four core pillars of physical health that we follow, sleep, mm-hmm. stress management, nutrition, and fitness. We believe that when all those are aligned, uh, the physical part is taken care of, right? Right. Um, the mental side of things, it's, you know, I believe that what we put in our mind is just as important as what we put into our gut. What are you right. eating yourself? What are you reading? What are you, what content are you consuming? What podcasts are you watching? Right. right? Um, are you sitting and scrolling your your cell phone all day and and conveni- uh, con- uh, consuming mainstream media content, or are you going out and seeking um, content creators that are going to add value to your life, right? And so right. 
Right. It's it's life by design, but you have to actually execute on the task, the critical tasks or these elite habits um, to move your life forward. Yeah, I don't want to jump in. So I think you said something really interesting uh, about how some habits are, uh, you know, we talk about elite habits and then there are, I guess, regular habits, right? There are a ton of healthy habits, physical, mental health habits out there. But how do you, how, what, what determines whether an, a habit is elite or better than another habit? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, and I will tell you that you, you we all have habits, right. whether they're good or bad, right? right. So. Right. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to have habits regardless. And habits simply make your decision-making process uh, seamless, right? Whether it's good or bad. So if you have, uh, say you, you know, say you uh, stay up all night, you, you watch a Netflix, <laughs> you know, until 1 a.m. Right. And that's, and that's a habit. Well, that is habit. that habit, that habit is not helping you move forward, but it's still right. a habit. It's dragging you back, right? And so um, when we talk about elite habits, what are the habits that are going to move the needle the most? I believe that eight hours, seven and a half to eight hours of quality sleep every night is an elite habit. It is a, there are a very small percentage of people that prioritize sleep as much as they should or could. Right. Um, so with that, being, with that being said, I believe that sleep is the biggest needle mover. It's not sexy to talk about. Um, <laughs> sleep and stress management are not sexy to talk about like exercise yeah. and diet. When we hear exercise and diet, it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of variables here. You know, it's interesting. Sleep is not interesting. Um, people, people are willing to sacrifice their sleep and they don't realize how much that's going to move them forward mentally and mm -hmm. physically. So when we're separating elite habits versus just normal habits, the ones that move you forward the quickest for me, what are your personal growth and personal development habits like, right? Some people don't even have those kind of habits for me. I'm consuming, I'm going out and intentionally consuming podcasts that I know are going to help me move right. forward in business, move forward in life. I'm mm -hmm. reading things that are going to help me move forward helps spark my creativity and help me provide more value to my communities. Mm -hmm. I'm going out intentionally seeking these things to put into my head. And so that's a good habit, right? And so I would consider that an elite habit versus a habit of constantly scrolling your phone for eight hours a day. Yeah. Mindless content, right? Yeah. And I think I can, I can, like a good example of that is, you know, you, I like how you said elite habit is something that'll, that'll kind of move, move you forward maybe quicker or faster or more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And uh, just a regular habit is something that maybe you do. That's a good habit, but then it's not, maybe it's not as efficient or so get, for example, taking your, your sleep, right? So eight hours of quality sleep is very different than getting eight hours of restless sleep or eight hours of sleep after you, maybe you, you go to bed with the, the TV on and you wake up and, and, you know, three or four times, right? So they're, they're, yeah, you're getting eight hours of sleep, but the, the eight hours of quality sleep, that's, that's, that what makes it a leap, right? 100%. And I will also, um, I will also add this layer to it. Okay. And you know this, but the more overweight you are, the more likely you're going to have sleep disturbances and sleep challenges, yeah. sleep issues around that. Right. Um, we could even start, we can even open the, the book of sleep apnea. If you yeah. want to go but with that being said, you know, the more, the more fat that's around your neck, the more your airway is going to be cut off. And right. The less quality sleep you're going to get. And so, um, we're talking about elite habits, Yes, you have to prioritize sleep, but if you're someone who's overweight that's not currently working on your weight and trying to get to a healthier weight, that is going to have a direct impact on your sleep, whether you like it or not. And so it's, hey, let's let's commit to sleep while I'm on my journey, but let's also commit to going and picking up heavy things and putting them back yeah. out a few times. <laughs> let's also commit to um, making sure that we're being conscientious of what we're putting into our mouth. I'm not a guy that's going to advocate for the no cheat meals. I have two to three cheat meals every week 
And I yeah. go hard to the paint on those things. Okay? Right. I earn them. I work my butt off in between those uh, to, to cherish that moment as much as I can because I know my next one's not coming for four or five days. And so right. um, it's that discipline uh, that, that's required, but, but it's, it's layering these habits. Once you establish one, layer, stacking those habits. I think James Clear talks about this in Atomic Habits. Um, but that's the, that's the name of the game is, is how can you establish something that's going to move you forward and then start layering little by little on mm -hmm. top of that to become the most elite version of yourself. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's, that's fantastic. And I want to go into that a little further because there are so many habits out there. And, you know, if you scroll through social media, you'll see people advocating all these different habits <laughs> yeah. and it can be overwhelming, like, especially if you're a, a, you know, a father who's busy with, you got kids, you got work, you got all these responsibilities. And then you're then you're being told, hey, you got to do all these all these healthy habits, yeah. do them all, right? So how, how did you? I'm sorry to cut you off, but would this yeah. be the wake up at four, do a 30 minutes of affirmations, do awesome, a awesome. hour of meditation, yeah. make sure you get your ice bath in, and get 30 yeah, minutes exactly. of exercise all before right. everybody else wakes up? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is it's hard and it's, it's challenging. But yeah. you mentioned uh, layering habits, which I think is the right approach. So let's talk, let's talk about that. Uh, what does it mean to layer habits? Yep. So I think the easiest way for me to describe this is, let's say we have a guy, we have a, one of our fathers that we're helping who's in a rut, all right? And it's very easy to get into a rut. And some of our right. guys stay with us long-term. We'll have guys that come in and they'll stick around for a couple of years in the fatherhood. Yeah. And with that said, it's natural to get into a rut, especially if you come from being a guy who was obese and you lost some weight, and now you're you're you know you're yeah. trying you're trying to get that that uh, consistent long term discipline built up. Yeah. When you're in a rut, we come into a call with my my business partner and I, and and we'll go we we dumb it down as much as possible mm -hmm. to break out of the rut. And that is what is the w number one catalyst that's going to drive you forward the quickest, right? What's going to put momentum behind you because. I believe the key is momentum. Uh, motivation sure. is worthless in our community. We don't even talk about it. How right. can we create some momentum and then ride that momentum train? Well, for most people, that's going to be a workout, right? Like for me, it's sleep. But for most people, because I've been working out you know, 20 years now, but for most people, that's going to be a workout. Yeah. You can, if you can focus on the one to two critical tasks every day that you are going, that is going to move you forward the, the most, and then establish those, right? So like, let's say it's the workout. I'm like, hey, dude, I don't want you to worry about anything else. The weight of the world is on your shoulders. You feel like the world's crashing down. Yeah. How can we get out of that? Well, you know damn good and well, if you go to the gym and you pick up heavy stuff, you're going to have a sense of fulfillment, a sense of accomplishment, and a sense of pride behind the hard work that you just put in. In addition to that, you're also going to benefit your body a whole heck of a lot. So right, right. do those things you're gonna, that are going to help you mentally and physically the most mm -hmm. and then start to layer from there. So if you're a guy that is in a rut or you're just getting started, how can we layer those habits? All right, well, let's start with the workouts. Commit to three or four times a week and start there and don't worry about anything else. All right, now let's work out our portion sizes. We don't even have to talk about the quality of food at all right now. Mm -hmm. Let's just work on backing off a little bit. And we'll talk about uh, fixing the the quality of food later, right? Right. These are the simple things that make it less overwhelming for somebody who's starting their journey or trying to break out of a rut. Mm -hmm. All right. I know that I got to get up today. I got to work out and I got to eat a little bit less on my plates, my three meals for the day. If I can just do those for two weeks, I've got momentum. And then I can talk about stacking some more habits on top of that. But right. accountability comes, goes a long way with that as well. But that's really what I'm talking about when I'm talking about stacking habits, because You've got to establish the thing for a while 
before you can layer one on. If you're not established, it's still a critical task and it needs to be on your to-do list every day. Once it's not a critical task and you know you're going to do it anyway, well, then put something else on your critical task list that's going to add value to your life, right? Drinking more water, eating better food, uh, you know, doing a meditation, going for a walk, getting out the sun. So that's, that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about layering habits. Yeah, and that's a fantastic example. And I like how you, uh, with your uh, potential clients or people, the prospective clients you talk to, you're not asking them to do a bunch of things at, all at once, right? Which can be very overwhelming. Um, and I want to go back to, you know, what we, when I introduced the episode talking about sustainability, uh, yeah, that's, that sounds like a very sustainable approach. Uh, but how do you, how do you use that momentum to carry on to lead to further, further changes or further habit building or sustainability? Because you mentioned two weeks, but you know, two weeks to me is a very short duration compared sure to is. a year. Yeah. Right. So yeah. how do you, how, how would someone go about building on that from that two weeks to a year and sustain it? Yeah, I think um, that's a great question. And, you know, I will tell you that if you're if you're someone who um, is in decent shape and you don't have a long way to go, well, then it might be a little bit harder for you to establish these habits because you don't right. have as much pain as somebody who does have. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Let's yeah. take the guy who's 50 pounds overweight. All right. I think that momentum comes quickly for those kind of people because right. I know because they they feel results first. Like, right. let's say right. we'll go back to the motivation thing. Right. Motivation comes after you start putting in the work. You know this. I, so yeah. Let's say you, you know, you, you, you bite your tongue and you just go to the gym for the two weeks, right? You get it done. You know, you got to suck it up every day. It's going to suck, but you still get it done. All right. Well, now, like, you're starting to feel better, right? Your body's like, yeah. man, I love this. Let's keep going because I have more energy now. And I'm like, I'm, my physiological processes are improving. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep going. So you have this, like, internal motivator to keep going because you're feeling better. You have more energy for your family, whatever right. that looks like. Right. Well, then, once you start to feel better, well, then you, you start to see the changes, right? Your, your belt loop down one notch. Uh, your shirts start fitting a little tighter in the upper back. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, this. And so those people can build momentum quickly. Um, but the key, and you know, and, and I don't have the magic bullet to establishing long-term discipline, man. Like, I think at the end of the day, you, we all have to get comfortable or at least a little bit comfortable with being uncomfortable because the reality is, is, if you're not moving forward and putting in and doing the hard work when you don't want to do the hard work, you're not growing as a man. You're not moving forward. You're not growing as a person regardless. Right. So there's a fine line between, all right, it is sustainable because I know I can eat that big juicy burger on Friday night. I know I'm not spending yeah. hours in the gym doing sweaty, boring, long yeah. cardio, which everybody hates. Yeah. I know that I have 30 minutes in the gym a few times a week, and I know that I'm going to be able to eat those lovely meals on the weekends. For me, that starts to become more and more sustainable. So it's like you got to decide what you want out of your life because here's the thing. The more people that realize that this is a journey that never ends, yes. the, more, the, the, the quicker our obesity epidemic will take care of itself. People want a finish line, dude. Yeah. People want the three months to the, to the, you know, the good physique and then go back to the old ways. Right. It's not the way that health works. And no. so- it's having that paradigm shift and getting you to realize, okay, like I, I can either, I can either live a hard life that's fit and healthy and strong, but I still got to go to the gym and do hard work, or I can live the hard life of being fat on medications, yeah, <laughs> sugar, sleeping like crap all the time, right? Like choose your hard wisely, and I know that's right. a cliche thing to say, but I mean, I was that guy, and so I know that having man boobs and a beer gut and low yeah. <laughs> and low libido and no cough, but it sucks, yeah. 
I advocate for this other hard life that's over here. Right. Yeah, I know you said so many good little awesome nuggets and I don't even know where to start, but I, I do I do think that your your honest answer of you have you don't have this the the magic bullet is refreshing because that's 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 just the honest answer from a from a trainer and that's that's how it is, right? And I see it a lot really of is, a lot of people pushing the magic bullet, you know, the perfect thing and you know, this is not the reality. And yeah, for sure. And I, I think you can agree with this, Paul. It's like you, you, we've never met in person, but you look to be in solid shape. Um, you know, I can venture, I would venture to say that I, I don't know how many times, how many times a week do you work out? Three or four? Uh, five, five. Five. Okay. There, I would be willing to bet that out of a, out of a month. So let, let's say that's 20 workouts a month. There's at least 10 of those, maybe even 15, where you're not motivated to go to the gym. You don't want to go there. <laughs> But you know damn good and well, once you get in those gym doors, you know why you're there. You're not yeah. there to scroll your phone. You're not there to people watch. You know what's waiting on the other side. All you got to do is put in that little hard work and you know you're going to feel better. You're going to be in a better mood. You're going to be a happier person. You're going to be better to your wife. You're going to be better to your dogs. You're going to be right. a coworker, a boss, employee, whatever that looks like in your life. You're going to be better because of it. And when you right. have that mentality, it's like, okay, I'm going to suck it up and just do the hard work because right. I got to do it because I know what's waiting on the other side. Yeah, absolutely, and I th that's another honest, uh, honest assessment, right? I don't, I, I don't feel motivated every time I go to the yeah. gym. There are days when I sit in my car for five minutes. I think I don't really want to do this, but Age. I chug my Age. workout and I go. But I, and I, I've tried to preach this multiple times on podcasts is that you can't rely on motivation. And I like how you, how you, you mentioned that is that it's, it's momentum and it's, mm -hmm. you know, that that's what keeps you going, not the motivation which will come and go. You know you. Every once in a while, it's some, some momentum and action you take that'll keep you going. I hate when when we hear that, like, I just don't have motivation. I just, right. I, yeah. well, guess what, dude? Neither do I, but you right. have a life to live. Like, you right. got one body to take care of. And if you're a yep. dad, you've got kids that are relying on you to show them the way, not yep. teach them the way, show right. them the way. They don't want to be told. If you're, right. a, if you're a sideline dad that's on the couch eating chips and watching Netflix, but you want your, you know, you want little Johnny to go outside and kick the soccer ball around or little Susie to go bump the volleyball yeah. around. You're not leading by example. And once you realize right. that, it's like, okay, well, like there's a bigger why than just you now. Your your obligation, moral and ethical obligation, is to show your children what a healthy lifestyle looks like. And if you're not mm -hmm. doing that, you're not leading by example. There's no other way to put it. And so right. I think you know, when we think, when we raise the bar a little bit, especially when it comes to a dad or even a mom, um, there's, there's a big, bigger driving force there that someone else is relying on you to show them the way so that they can live their best lives. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think you do have an obligation and, and, and your, your, your kids will see what you do. And if you want them to do a certain thing, then you have to also do that thing as well. And, you know, you, you do it, you are responsible for their well-being, health, you know, physical, mental, uh, all that good stuff. But we, uh, we don't have too much time left. So I do want to go into your own personal journey. And I'm curious to see or, or hear from you. And I think it's fantastic future on men's health. But you, know, you lost 60 pounds. What were some key takeaways during that journey that you want people to know about? Man, the number one thing that I'm going to tell you is going to be community above all. Okay, um, That's why we place so much emphasis on our brotherhood. Because Here's the thing, man, is like, you know, Paul, when you when you're going through any kind of a journey, whether it's yep. physical, mental, um, spiritual, relationship driven, whatever that journey looks like, 
having other people that are going through the journey with you or a similar journey as you mm-hmm. uh, is is literally the most powerful thing that you could have on your side. There's right. nothing more powerful than that um, because there are going to be times when life kicks you in the face. And so, you know, yeah. for me, I lost my weight in a way that I don't coach now. I, okay. I did all, my entire 60 pounds came off by doing four to five spin classes a week for nine months. Like that's okay. I didn't lift a single weight. I would never <laughs> advocate for that now because I became skinny fat. And then right. I looked in the mirror and I was like, okay, well, I, I don't have man boobs and a beer gut yeah. anymore, but I don't like that guy. Yeah, so yeah. Sorry, hit weights. And so my journey is unique in, the way, in, in that way because I don't coach that anymore. It's just not the most efficient way to do it. Right. The reason I kept going back is because I had the same couple dudes and couple chicks in that class. Even the instructor were like, if I miss a class, they're like, hey, dude, you know, like, we, where were you yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> that little tiny accountability was all the reason for me to go back. Had nothing to do with whether I wanted to, whether I needed to. I knew I needed to. Like that was the magic for me. And so um, when I'm when I'm preaching to anybody, get sur- surround yourself mm. with people that are wanting to do better things and that are already doing better or bigger things than you. People that are fit want you to be fit with them because they know how good it feels. Yeah. The gym is the the gym and church are the only two places, in my opinion. Everybody is there to get a little bit better. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you go into a gym. Yeah. Nobody's looking at you being like, haha, look at that fat guy. They're like, right. He's got a long way to go, but I'm super happy to see him here. Right. And I, I, I think that that piece, the community piece, the, the brotherhood, the accountability uh, can, can change your entire life. Yeah. And I, th- I think you're absolutely right. That, that sense of community is very powerful. And, uh, it, you know, it's great that you found yours, but I'm, I'm curious. So it sounds like you, 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 the way the approach that you took for what you said, the approach that you took, it's not the approach to what you coach now. No, not enough. <laughs> what, 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 I like, hate uh, cardio, dude. Yeah. I, I don't even know when the last time I, spin class for me was like 10 years ago, the last one I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my, but I, you know, I have to ask. So you went for nine, you know, you said nine months, right? So yeah. did, did you enjoy it? This is what I'm, you know. I did. I, I enjoyed the, uh, the the endorphin rush, and I okay. enjoyed like the sprinting part of the class where it really kicks your butt. But then afterward, you're like, man, I got yeah. a little bit of runners high here. This feels yeah. good. <laughs> what I did thoroughly enjoy though was building those relationships in that class okay. and seeing the results happening in the mirror. When I right. saw that, those two things were all I needed. Right? Like, yeah. Um, I enjoyed those components, but like, I am not a cardio guy. The only thing that right. I do now is sprints. And I'll do one or two days a week of that. And then I, I all the rest of my cardio was all walking. I have a hyper right. little dog. I walk him and that's it. So um, most of my physique changing methods are uh, in the kitchen and in, in the weight room. Yeah. And I think that's another good point, though, is that you, you, you got results from that. You don't you don't coach that way now, but you still got results at the time. And I think a lot of people have that same mindset of, oh, I'm going to slog through this or I'm going to make I'm going to sacrifice this or I'm going to starve myself. And they probably might see results, maybe not, but they keep doing it because they see results. So how do you coach people out of that mindset of, hey, what you're doing is, yeah, you'll see results, but it's probably not the best. It's not going to be the best approach for you. Yeah, that's a big part of our messaging, dude, is like, because most of our guys that come to us, they tried keto, they tried right. food, yeah. they tried Weight Watchers, they tried right. new. Like, dude, here's the way that we coach guys out of that is you are focusing on all the surface level stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Keto will work. Some people follow it long-term. Right. Well, right. 30 will work. Every right. single one of those things. Intermittent fasting, yeah. Is it for you? 
And right. can you stick to it long term? If the answer is no, 99% of people no, then let's talk about the real reason why you're fat, right? Right. It's 20, 30, 50, 80 pounds. What's the real reason you are fat? Has nothing to do with the surface level diet or the celebrity workout, the P90, none of that matters. The fact of the matter is, is you are overweight or you are unhealthy because you're not getting up and doing hard things when you don't want to do hard things. That's it. That's what discipline is. You lack that, right? So you can, there's a million and one ways to skin a cat, spin classes, walking. I like to make fitness fun. I like to do things that are engaging for me. I like, why so I like to take my family and do active things because we enjoy that together. You got to make it fun. There has to be some right. semblance of enjoyment for it or it's old, rotten, and mundane. Yeah. So going back to what I said earlier, can you embrace this as a long-term journey and let's figure out a way that's going to be a solution for you, make it fun, make it sustainable, and make it results-driven. And as long right. as those things are aligned with your long-term goals, you have an opportunity to live your best life. You have to show up and do the hard work when you don't want to do the hard work. I completely agree. And that's, you know, that's, that's the reason why I still lift weights today is because I, I enjoy it. I'm not, maybe I'm not motivated all the time, but once I started, I just, I can never envision myself not being in the gym and lifting weights. And I can't either, man. And I want to be, you know, I want to be a sick grandpa, dude. I want to be a sick My yeah. old business partner used to talk about being the grandpa at the trampoline park. Yeah. Dude, that's the guy I want to be, right? Yeah, exactly. I know that if I'm going to be that guy, the weight room is a requirement for me. Right. Like, I right. cannot be, I can't have functional fitness without being strong from top to bottom because right. I'm a dad. I got to pick stuff up. I got to yeah. throw my kids around. Like, there's a right. lot that comes along with that. And I can't risk slipping a disc in my back by picking up a 10 pound box in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Completely agree. So I'm going to wrap things up, but uh, what are some uh, just last minute key takeaways you want the audience to uh, get out of this? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, my my messaging is this. There is a better way for you, especially if you're a father. Um, but the reality is, is, is look, you know, we're, we're in a place right now where society is set up for you to fail and you're yeah. going to have to step outside of that realm right. and break away from that and do what do the exact opposite of what culture is, is doing right now. Right. There's no such thing as healthy at every size. These obese models that you're seeing all over the place, this is all propaganda. Do not believe the nonsense. Do the things that you know at your core are going to be good for you. We all know how to go on a walk. We all know how to pick up some resistance bands. If you can't, you, you can sh damn sure learn how to. Yeah. <laughs> we, we all know how to do the things we need to do. Stop getting mixed up in the noise. And right. start go doing because the sooner that you start getting to work on becoming the healthiest and most elite version of you, the better your life's going to be. And we don't have we we all have finite time here, right? Mm -hmm. And so I again, when I said earlier in the in the episode, is our, one of our mottos is it feels damn good to feel damn good. And and I want all dads to be able to experience that so that they're showing their kids what it's like to live a healthy lifestyle, and we can at least make an impact on the obesity epidemic because at its core. It's a cultural problem and it, it starts with men. It starts with dads. It starts with men influencing other people because when we raise our standards, so do others. And that's, right. that's where our culture will change. Right. No, I think it's a, it's a great uh, key takeaway is that, uh, you know, it is a cultural issue, but we, you know, we, can all, we can all make changes in our lives, even if something as simple as going on a walk. But Jason, I, I really appreciate you for your time. You, you dropped a lot of awesome, awesome tips and nuggets, and you're obviously going to get a lot of out of, a lot out of this. But where can people find you 
uh, on social media or website? Yeah, man. Um, you can go to thefatherhoodexperience.com. That's our website. Um, we've got a lot of updates going on right now. So I, best, I think the best place, I've been doing a lot more consistent content on a new Instagram account, and that is at underscore Jason Priest, um, P-R-I-E-S-T. You can find me there, connect with me over there. I do content every single day over there, and I don't plan to stop um, this message is important. I'm very passionate about this, as you can tell. So mm-hmm. let's get connected. I appreciate you having me on, man. This was a great time. And I, hopefully I added some value to your audience today. Absolutely. I'll make sure to include those uh, social media links in the podcast notes. But Jason, thank you again for coming on the show. I appreciate you, Paul. All right. So that wraps up today's episode. And thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, do me a huge, huge favor and leave a review. If you enjoyed listening, that helps the show get out more people, more listeners. And I really appreciate it. And until next episode, take care of yourselves. And remember, the best project I'll ever work on is you. Mm-hmm.